Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is the mostly cloudy voice of your local announcer, which we employ so that we can uh, learn about the food uh, situation and the deliciousness of our restaurants and all the rest of it. And that's what it is. It's the food show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. We're here every day talking about food, about restaurants, about cooking, wine, uh, just whatever you like to see in the pot or the plate in front of you. Uh, We talk about that uh, endlessly around here, 30-something years that we've been at it. And it would be great to talk with you today, too. Give us a call. All you need to do is that. It's free, and you can talk about anything you want to, really, within reason. And we'd love to hear from you, and uh, even if it's something that you think might be a little offbeat for a radio show, go ahead and call us anyway, and uh, we'll we'll get it on the air, and we'll have a pretty good time with it. I'm not kidding. 260-6368. Now, we have uh, some interesting, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Controversies. Subjects. Subjects? Subjects. Controversy is what I was uh, Ooh, saying. Ooh, what's controversy? Well, uh, what it is. You know, I love controversy. Yeah. Now, yeah. I know the definition of things, Tom. I do. Marianne is here. Hi. Yeah. You're looking cute today. Thank you. You look like a very young lady. Thank you. You think so? I'll take that. <laughs> well, it's all I've got to do. I'll always take that. Uh-huh. What are the controversies, Tom? The controversies are uh, that there has been the opening of an, a new rest, a restaurant, uh, a re- and it's going on around the country. I think there are 25 of them around the country. It is uh, so large- technically it opens Wednesday. Wednesday to okay. the public. It opens Wednesday. I see. Well, it was open to some, you know, media sleazeballs like no, me. No, it's like not only that; it was open to the neighborhood. Yeah, uh, there, that's you, right. It was by invitation only, and it went on for three days. Yep. And uh, it filled the house, and uh, sat there and went through this, and all I can. True think food of, kitchen is what we're talking about. Truth of the kitchen. Nope. No. What True food kitchen. True food is the name of the outfit. Uh, and uh, the, the last word was what? Kitchen. Kitchen. Okay. And the, the idea of this, and I'm, you know, if, if you want to go check it out to see what exactly they have on their mind, I can tell you, generally speaking, that they're trying to do a world-class sort of cuisine, a one that uh, may well be uh, something out of the vegetarian book. It might be something from a part of the world that's very far away but very good. I mean, there's a million different ways you can look at this, but the, the probably the most important, and you're the one who I think probably read this uh, fastest, is that it is uh, taking uh, under uh, under its uh, list of places that they might want to, or and uh, foods that they want to get into, uh, some very exotic things. Yeah, very exotic. For sure. And however, uh, at least one person I know, I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, is of the opinion that by uh, having a restaurant, a, a very good-sized restaurant with a lot of money behind it, uh, is a blow to the New Orleans and local 
cuisines around here, and uh, uh, you know wh- where these guys get. Well, she'll do a better job of saying it than I will. Okay. Yeah. So far away. No, I just, uh, I just, yeah. I just worry about the cultural identity erosion uh, in New Orleans. I feel like it's becoming Austin and uh, any place USA because what is, what is of Austin things like? like this. What is Austin like uh, to make it? Uh... It's, it's a. What happens is a place will have just an enormous amount of people who are moving in from another place, and they don't really have a cultural identity that is part of the place that they're moving into and don't really understand the cultural identity of it, and then it becomes Anywhere USA. Hmm. Uh, one thing that struck me about it, uh, and uh, your, your, what you're telling me has a ring, and I can, you know, I can appreciate what you're trying to say here, because I've, I'm trying to say it myself. Uh, but the um, It's like if you took a, a gallon of water in a jug yeah. and you put a drop or two of blue food coloring in it. Yeah. There would be just a hint that there was blue food coloring in it. But when the amount of blue food coloring becomes strong enough that you notice that it's blue rather than its original color, then you have a different dynamic going on. And there are people who may argue that that would be better. And that's totally one opinion. I'm just saying this is my opinion. And my opinion is that the more of this kind of thing showing up in the city, the more the cultural identity of New Orleans as the most unique city in America becomes diluted. You know, I, I, I was... So I have to take anything away from the health or the goodness or anything of True Food Kitchen and the what is beginning to be endless variety of other things like that in this city, uh, most of whom will not last, opposed to True Food Kitchen, who will because it's got Oprah's money behind it. Well, you know, but there are there are other things that we have taken without getting too upset about it, uh, like like Chinese food. Yeah. Know, a lot of people yeah. like Chinese food. Right, sure. And you could very easily picture that uh, Chinese food or sushi or any any other, even Italian food or something like that may well wind up in a restaurant like this. Yeah. Is this something we have to be aware of, or is this something that we have to maybe look a little harder at our local people? Or I don't I think, know. I think what makes it interesting is, like, for example, in London – which is a global world capital of millions and millions of people. Yeah. Have you ever been so to the Goring you, Hotel? I think I have, Tom. Yeah. Oh, with you, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that when you are talking about something like this and the pool that you're talking about is, say, the size of a kid's swimming pool – versus a milk jug, there's a lot more room for diversity is the word for it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it becomes a melting pot. But when you have a small place like New Orleans or Austin, Texas, another good example, I I think that the dynamic gets changed more dramatically, more quickly because of the size of the place. Anyway... 
that's just my little thought for today. Actually, it's funny because you're you're talking about uh, today is National Anchovy Day. Yeah. yeah and sure while I'm ragging and ranting, <laughs> the thing that I think bugs me the most right now in in restaurants is anchovies as a course. And it's and it's all part of the same thing. Anchovies as a course, where you get a little plate. You got three or four little anchovies, some olive oil, and voila, there you go. Yeah. What the heck is that? Well, I mean, it's it's an old tradition for a long time, but I don't know how how uh, alive it is. It's alive and well here. I can tell you that. I see it all the time. Did you know we have Gregory hanging around Hi, here? Hi, Gregory. Think? Oh, Gregory's on the I think the that's phone. who it is. Let's find out. Greg, Hello, you there? you guys. Are yes, you? I how am. are you? Oh, man, um, just like a rough couple of days now, but uh, I was able to listen to the show. It was so wonderful listening to Tom and uh, the Oyster Lady. Um, that was fun, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, she's she's a hoot. She's kind of kooky, but I kind of like her. <laughs> I think that's her, uh, that is her act as being a little kooky. Uh, who, who are we talking about, Allie? <laughs> Allie, yeah. Yeah, uh, Allie, the Oyster Allie, Lady. Yes. The Oyster, yeah, she was hanging around with us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was it was a terrific show. I, I wasn't able to call in. I was, you know, you know, sitting in a hospital bed. But uh, everything's good with me. Um, obviously, um, I have to go back on the 23rd of October and just get a little checkup and stuff like that. But well, I think good. I'm, I'm going to do well. well. Yeah, and uh, you know, um, Mar- Marianne, you mentioned something about the degeneration of New Orleans culture when it with comes the what to- generation of New Orleans. The degeneration. Um, this whole food, this this um, real food culture. Yeah, right. Uh, Do you see I, what I'm saying? Uh, are you are you understanding what I'm saying? Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, I, I think I'm on board here. Um, but believe it or not, I was watching um, one of our local television stations and had these two guys on there doing this raw food stuff, and I just don't mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. This vegan bar stuff. food. I, I, no I, raw. Oh, food. raw food. Raw food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, raw food. Well, some of it's cooked, some of it's amalgamation of uh, of greens and stuff. You know, they're making these burgers out of stuff that. Well, you know, I want beef. I'm yeah. sorry. I want, I want I want food that speaks to my heart. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I mean, I'm glad and, that and speaks people to. Are I, I guess I shouldn't say this. Not food that speaks to my heart, because that's probably what this healthy food is. I want food that speaks to my soul. Healthy. Listen, uh, for 150, 200 years, New Orleans has been living on beef and seafood and very Fried rich stuff. You know, sauces. Cream sauces. I don't see anybody. You know, I don't see anybody kicking off. I mean, my parents are 85, you know, and they've been eating that stuff. Uh, I don't know about your parents, but um, you know, I mean, <laughs> except for a car accident, um, I think I. Yeah, there's just something good. about a joie de vivre here. Having to do with uh, the the food, oh, and I feel like that is definitely being eroded. Hit the brakes and get As you are the bees. Yeah, well, I can't get enough ramalot, especially your two recipes, Tom, which are some of the best recipes in your cookbook. Um, Speaking I of use that. them. That is my um, signpost to yeah. make ramalot. When I yep, make a red ramalot, I use your recipe. Well, uh, nice listen, I tell you what. 
I tell you what, your New Orleans recipes are some of the best in the world. And, uh, you know, there's nothing to be said about that. I mean, it's just, it's just Because it no comes from the heart. It comes from his passion and his Absolutely. heart for this kind of food. Well, it comes from the fact that he's been to all these restaurants and he knows exactly what he likes. Right, and right. And the funny thing is, we kind of like what he likes. <laughs> yes. It's Especially when nice it comes to oysters. Yes. <laughs> Especially sure. when it comes to oysters. <laughs> Well, who doesn't need more oysters? Here's my question. Does True Food Kitchen have oysters? I, I uh, oh, didn't I see them on the menu. I bet you they don't. But uh, who you know knows? why? They're hard know. to get. I bet you they don't That's because of Vibrio. I'm guessing. Because of what? Vibrio. Oh, that? I'll bet you they don't have it. As a matter of fact, I'm going to go get my phone and look at their menu. I bet you they uh -huh. do not have oysters. Well, yeah, well, well guess what? In. I have a big announcement. Um, what? Oh, I'm, what is it? Well, I have a big announcement. I'm leaving Metairie. I'm moving to the North Shore. Ah. I think that's an excellent yeah. idea. What are you going to do? Are you going to work for a, a Chef Duke? Yes. You are? No, that was Chef, just a wild, Chef that was Duke's in Metairie. Chef oh. Duke's in Metairie now, Tom. <laughs> yeah. uh, is, is that where you're going? No. No. I'm okay. going to the North Shore. I'm I'm. Moving He's to, moving to uh, the North Shore and staying at his job in Metairie as 95% of the people who live on the North Shore do. Oh, I see. No, I'm yeah. not, Marianne. I'm actually Are leaving you? my job in Metairie. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> and? I am. I am. I am. And? I am going oh. to be a North Shore resident full-time. I don't like that bridge, so if I don't have to cross it, good for me. I may okay, come well, are you, did you, are you working Gosh, over well, here? Are you just going to? Yes, I have a job. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm about to announce this stuff. Okay. I have to go to go live in Beauchamp to take care of my parents, who are uh, both out Well, that's, so, uh, that's certainly on. something. But I got a great gig. I got a great what? gig. I got a quiz to faces. <gasps> that mm. is a great gig. That's Thank a great you. gig because that's a great place. Those people know and what I love wine and doing. I love cheese. I love but, wine and I love cheese. Yeah. Hardly anybody in the city has anywhere near as much as they have. They are really There's only smart. two places that are even close. There's only two places that are even close, you know, in the South Shore. Of course, the place is, is actually very, very uh, outstanding. <laughs> They're yeah. under, un they fly under the radar, but that is the place. It really is. It is. It really is. It's yeah. the yeah. place. I mean, they have like a six state. They beat the prices on really great wines and and spirits for something like six states. And well, uh, one of them, and their cheese is non-pareil. Go ahead. Will. Right. Well, one of the most unbelievable things they did was expand that store just for the wine and cheese. Yeah. You know, it was yeah. always a great grocery. You know, right there at the end of the um, highway going into Covington. And Been there uh, a long time, yeah. Absolutely. But I mean, in terms and, uh, of just being a grocery person, he's his wife was a Schwegman, so oh, I didn't know right. that. Yeah, so they know yeah, the grocery. Absolutely, that's yeah, true. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, the two sons that run the wine and cheese are, you know, I had known them over the years, you know, through uh -huh. you know, through my acquaintances, you know, over the years. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I mean, besides Durignacks and Langensteins, I believe it's probably the best store in this area. So. It is. It's out totally It is. Yeah. Hey, it's the food show yeah. on 105.3. Oh, I think that means you're leaving, Gregory. FM. When Tom yeah, just I got the talking. <laughs> well, listen, I'm well. 
Doesn't that matter? <laughs> it matters. Well, well. I'm so happy for you, Gregory, in all kinds of ways. And uh, congratulations on that, your gig Marianne. at Pace. All right. Oh, I can't wait to see you guys. So long. I'm sure right. we will. Bye. See ya. It's the Food Show. We'll take a little break here. We'll come back with more of it. If you want to join us to talk about anything creamy and good or all that, the number is 260-6368, 260-6368. Call right now. Why not? This is the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. You are getting us from 105.3 FM HD2. It sounds more complicated than it actually is. Give us a whirl one day and see how it goes for you. I think you'll find a lot of things on uh, online uh, in our our other uh, sources, right here, the WWL uh, HD2 broadcast and HD1, too. It's all kinds of stuff over here. The way you get to it is to go to radio.org, I think. No, I, 80, it, what is it? I don't right, know. So, I, so long I, since I've given <laughs> it. I just really don't know. There we go. We got it. Radio.com. Yeah. Okay. And it works just like a regular radio, except you need a... You know, a, a little bit of skill turning a dial on a radio. She, I think you can handle really? it. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, okay. I have one at home. As a matter of fact, I have several of them at home. Wonderful. I'm a radio geek. What can I do? You are indeed. What can I do? Okay, right, enough of that. Back to what we were saying. Yes. Uh, so anyone want to weigh in on this uh, whole cultural thing? So just give us a straight report, Tom. You went to True Food Kitchen on Friday, and what did you have? I had uh, some uh, Asian style. It was it was. uh, It's a Thai uh, curry, wasn't it? Thai curry, as specifically, it's the one that I like the most. The kind of uh, Penang. It was a Penang Penang curry, curry, which is named for a small island off uh, the coast, Mm -hmm. and it's uh, it usually has a screamingly glowing. Uh, yellow color so yellow and orange kind of mixed together kind of color it looks like it's going to come and slap you but in its own sort of way it does it's a, it's a great taste and it's something that even before i ever heard of this restaurant uh, i had sort of had off and on a few times but beyond that uh what they uh, what they also have over there are uh well things like that um that sort of a cereal that comes from South America, whose name quinoa. I, quinoa, uh, and uh, the two were mixed together somehow. I don't know how that happened. I can tell you that this dish, which I wasn't anticipating at all, I just it, it was something that sounded like it might be good. They took it over. It was uh, certainly inexpensive enough. I think, if I remember it, the, the price was uh, twelve dollars or fifteen, maybe. That's good. I, it must be said, well, I don't know if it must be, but I'm going to anyway, uh, that I didn't pay a nickel for that because they had three days in which they brought in uh, people in the neighborhood and uh, people who were in the food business and uh, gave Friends it and all. family. The friends and family days, soft opening. Yeah. yeah. Well, it worked. Anyway. Because uh, they had a full house. Yeah. Kale Cobb is what Mary Lee had. Yep. She said she liked it. I was not there. I was no. uh, at my favorite restaurant, not Friday night, but Saturday. Yeah. Louie. I went to Louie. I got to go to Louie. Louie? Bottega Louie in Los Angeles. You're kidding. It was wonderful, you as always. You snuck out and you went out to, to as Los always. Angeles? As always. 
Um, How was it? It's fabulous, as always. Although I will say this. I think that the owners of Bottega Louie ought to go to the city of Los Angeles and demand that they clean up the sidewalks around the Uh, place. It's it's absolutely disgusting. Anyway, um, but but I you know I I I persevere and walk through it in order to get to uh, my wonderful Bottega Louie. And we had another fantastic meal, as always. You know, those pizzas are $25, but they serve four people. So, uh, From what location? At Louie. At Louie. Yeah. 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 Uh, tell, give them the official name. Cause, uh, Bottega Louie. T-T-E-G-I. Bottega Louie, yes. So that's where I was on Saturday. I was not at the True Food Kitchen festivities, which I was disappointed to have missed, but uh, I know that you all had a good time. Anyway, let's see. What else did you all do, Tom, here in town while I was gone? Uh, let's see. While you were gone, uh, we were certainly taking care of uh, dogs and cats. But that's No, I mean enough. to eat. Where did yeah, you go I, to eat? I, I know. Uh, let's see. Where did we go? Uh, boy, I don't have that all written if down. If anybody else has any food reports from the weekend, we'd love to hear them. 260 It's 260-MENU. All right, so I'm hey, done with my tirade. Well, go ahead and keep thinking. I'll keep yeah. talking, and you can you can focus all your energy yet. on thinking. Yeah. I uh, went to um, – I, I was looking at the website and saw that on the Almanac today is National Anchovy Day. You have I a like whole that. bunch of things about anchovies, uh, and it's really kind of interesting. But to me, the most interesting thing about anchovies right now is this anchovies at a course – as a course business, which is utterly nonsensical and all around town and serving the same clientele. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all shakes down in a couple of years. Hmm. 2606368, anchovies uh, are in Caesar salad, right? Is well, that, is uh, that what it's not really? It's not really supposed to be in Caesar salad. Is that right? Is that the, the great mystery, the secret? Uh, that's what... Um the lady who, Caesar said? That's what Caesar uh, said? It is what Caesar said, said, but the one who picked it up was uh, none other than a dog on it. I can't remember her name. Wrote a bunch of books, did TV Ruth shows. Ruth Reichel? Was it Ruth no, Reichel? No, no, no. She's uh, much... Julia Child? Julia Child. Okay. God, and I'm good. Ju- huh? Yes, you are. <laughs> Julia Child uh, knew uh, Cesar personally. Uh-huh. At Pesar, uh, Kesar, that's no, Cesar. Cesar, yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway... Uh, he, he, uh, he said, uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, she said that uh, there wasn't any anchovy in Caesar salads at all because he had eaten a bunch of them and knew the proprietor, Caesar himself, or Caesar, I guess, and uh, and it did not have. So where did the anchovy thing get started then? I think it came from Mr. Pizza in <laughs> in in. Uh, <laughs> In uh, uh, Covington. <laughs> Have you ever been to Mr. Pizza? Oh, my gosh, Tom. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to ignore that and move on. I'm serious. Um, okay. He, uh, he, he not only puts anchovies on a variety of Yes, he of does. His, he would be very hip he today because anchovies. Maybe he has anchovies, well, of course, but, although I seriously But what he does it. is uh, they see me humming, coming. I don't come that often over there. But the um, but when they put it down, it's always got a, an array uh, drawn in kind of a pattern uh, from over there, the the pizza man. Mm, okay. It's worth the it's worth the trip if you like if you like. Uh, no, it's not. 
It's not. <laughs> I've just been told is our official position it's, on this. It's deep, dark in downtown Covington, and it's a charming little place. If you yeah. have kids who want to watch pizza being made and flour being thrown on the glass, but it is not a destination restaurant, Tom. I'm just not going to let you lure well, people I don't know. up here pizza for that. Pizza man's pretty darn good. Okay. Anyway. Um, Who likes uh, Pizza Man out there? Call us up. <laughs> you can like something. Like, I'm going to tell you, we love Coretta. Mary Lee and I are at Coretta all the time. But uh-huh. I certainly wouldn't say to people, you know, that you got to drop everything and come to the North Shore to go to Coretta because it's not that good. It's just a hangout for us. That's all. I, I, I would. And I mean, in it's, fact, it's I did. It's good enough to just, be a hangout, but it's just not a destination night. restaurant. Just, just, just you went to Coretta when... last night? You all went to Coretta last night? <laughs> we did. Of course we did. Okay. You know. Uh, okay. Good. All right, uh, we we have a visitor here on our line. All right, uh, and I've been yakking so much here. I've, I've Dan is here. Dan, welcome to the food show. Hey, Dan. how are y'all doing? We're doing uh, great. What do you think? Good. Uh, I haven't listened to y'all in a while, but um, and I don't mean to. What's Marianne anything, doing here? But, is that the question? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Um, chef. Duke's place, the Dabs Bistro. Uh, bistro. Yeah. When yeah. is it going to open? Do we, do you know what? I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that answer for you right uh, now because I meant to text him we earlier. Gonna, we are going to call I'm him, gonna him right now. I'm going to text him right now, and and, uh, and uh, he can give us Mary a report gonna, directly. Did you hear that? Mary Ann says she's going to call. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to call him. I'm going to text him and tell him okay. to call us, or uh, I'm just going to get it yeah. via text. It is imminent. Great. It is. He's only waiting for the permits from the fire fire chief. Oh, okay. And yeah. and it is it is imminent. So it might even be this week. Okay, yes, but I, now, I'm going they, to do that right they, now. The. Uh, the facility or, or the the restaurant is is just north of Drago's, kind of in that area, correct? But uh, block yeah, and a half away. Uh, just a little bit, yeah. It's it's off of both yeah. the, okay. the this direction and that direction at the same time. Okay. All right. All right. You'll Appreciate see it easily enough. Okay. Usually, yeah. Stephen right. is the one who's been keeping up with that. Uh, so I've just texted him. Let's see if he comes back with a text. Stay stay tuned, and I will have that for you, uh, hopefully before the show's out. Okay. Yep. yep. These things must be known and put into public yes. knowledge. Yes. Or anyway, two six zero six. What are they hiding? You know. Whatever that means. Six yeah. three six eight. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, yesterday, yeah. uh, Mary Lee uh, helped me tremendously because uh, there was this little get together that the, the people that that I sing with the, the North End Pass. End Pass, yeah, and. Uh, and uh, I said that you I went would to a bring, party. I went to a party. Yes. It was just an all-guy party. A bro night. Isn't that something? Tom, you're like the last person I would ever call a bro. The, the, you are the so The one you right. got invited. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of old guys. Yeah. You know, that's... that's <laughs> I, Never no, mind, and, I'm going to be mean. Well, I know. I'm an old guy myself. <laughs> no, okay. call it a geese night. <laughs> that's all right. I can take it. But anyway, we... Uh, 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 we were supposed to bring some food to it, and uh, Mary Lee on a couple of occasions made this really great uh, 
spinach. I told her artichoke. that she had to make my spin dip because the last time you took it to an end pass function, everybody's been asking you for the recipe. Yeah, that's so. right. And I they and it's happening again. Oh, so, so they want it again. So uh, we did it just a couple days ago again for this party. At four o'clock in the morning, I had to text Mary Lee the recipe. <laughs> is that true? That is true. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll tell the guys over there and uh, that it was re- much appreciated, such that we're waking up in the middle of the night to discover what the deal is. Yes. So uh, anyway, that uh, that went over a big uh, thing, and I guess uh, now a lot of people are going to want that recipe. It is a fantastic spin dip. It really if I is. do say so myself, and I cannot claim credit for it, it was actually Steve Stonebreaker's recipe at the old sadly now defunct Stonebreakers, and uh i loved it so much this was in the days before spin dip was everywhere yeah but i loved it so much that i asked him for the recipe which he was kind enough to give me and since then as most things go it things get tweaked they get tweaked because you don't have a certain ingredient that you should have gotten or something so um, my spin dip is not, it's a little bit spicier than most because one day I had, uh, I decided to bake it instead of just, you know, pouring it in a dish and I wanted to cover it with cheese and I had some jack cheese and I did that and that changed it forever. And now whenever we bring it anywhere, there's like a trough of people. It's like a trough and everyone just sort of stands around like a trough. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they well, just scoop well, it up yeah, and but, eat it. Oh, I see. I was uh, I was wondering, you know, when are you going to get to the actual food in this? Oh, well, uh, it's time for a little break rooney here. We'll yes. stop and check some things, and then we'll be back with more of the food show. I hope you'll be back, too, because we have some other stories on this very matter that I think you will like if you've ever had a spinach uh, artichoke dip. If you've ever thought you couldn't do it Has yourself. Has anyone not had a spinach oh, and artichoke yeah, dip? Yeah, I, I, people ask me about it all the time. Anyway, I have a really good recipe for it. And, yes, we did say Stonebreaker. There's a story behind that if you don't know. No, we don't know. want to hear it. You don't? Okay. No, we'll be back with more of the story. food show after First Please This. Hello. Welcome. It's the afternoon. It's a nice day. And it it's like a it beautiful day. It might look like it might rain a little bit, but I don't think so. And a lovely day to just take a walk through the park. It's a little bit cooler than it has been. So I say it's it's almost uh, as nice as the weather in Los Angeles last few days. So uh, that's nice to know. So get out there and take a walk and uh, put on your eyeglasses and uh, drink up a, a glass enjoy, of water. Enjoy, enjoy. Why not? All right, speaking of Los Angeles, let me go back to that for a second. I, I flew out there on yeah. Thursday morning. Surrounded by a group of women from the North Shore who work together, and this is a lovely thing that you can become such good friends with your coworkers. They take an annual trip, mm. and they usually go to Orange Beach. It's like a big chill kind of thing. On uh, Alabama shores? Um, yeah, Orange Beach. But this year was their 10th anniversary trip. And they decided to really blow it out, so they went to Los Angeles. Hmm. And we started talking about things to do in L.A. and and uh, places to go and eat. And, and um, one of the things that they asked me about was the same thing that everyone wants to know. So I is have real, a is pledge. Is Tom reeling as good-looking as I have think? a pledge. No, I mentioned Tom Fitzmaurice, and they said, who? 
That's about right. No, I'm sorry, honey. I know this is really, really not something you even want to contemplate, but you didn't come up at all. Not by me or them, because the conversation didn't go that way. I'm sure if I had said, as I did once before or often to people, well, Tom Fitzmaurice is my husband, they would have gone, may I touch you? But they didn't. (laughs) Anyway, so so they (laughs) they wanted to know about a particular restaurant that everyone wants to know about. And I think I'm just going to have to make a pledge mm-hmm. to all people out there who depend on you, Tom, to show them the good stuff. I am going to sacrifice myself and go to Sir or or Pump. Sir or S-U-R, Pump. S-U-R or Pump. These are the restaurants, so you have no idea what this is, but these are two restaurants uh, brought into this world by, uh, I think, is her name Lisa Vanderpump? And she is one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills. It's a reality TV show, uh-huh. and it's been on for years, and she has been a very smart reality TV star. Uh, there are a handful of them, but she's been smarter than most and has parlayed her notoriety into gobs and gobs of money by opening not one but now two restaurants. And uh, one of them is called Pump, as in Vanderpump, uh-huh. and I'm sure there's other connotations there, um, on Santa Monica in West Hollywood. And... Um, and a new one, sir, which is, uh, I think, what everyone is going for now because I guess pump is old news. But anyway, when I talked to these girls and I told them about my favorite Louie, they said, what about sir? And I said, oh, gosh, are you serious? And she said, yes, we want to go there. And I said, well, what about pump? And she said, we want to go there, too. So everybody who is going out to Los Angeles, asks about those two restaurants. So it is my pledge that I will investigate that the next time, right, however well, painful it is. Well, uh, give us a little description of Sir. Uh, uh, I, I don't know anything about oh, it. Oh, you don't know anything about it? I don't know anything about anywhere? it. Well, I'm going there because that's what everybody wants to do. Like my sister was out there last last spring, I think. And uh, they wanted to meet up with Jude, and so they were talking about where to go, and they said, let's go to Sir. And she said, absolutely, di- Suzanne, absolutely not. And so, um, because, I mean, it's certainly not the kind of place that you would bring little kids. So they wound up going someplace else, and then they went to Sir and to uh, Pump on their own. Anyway, if you're into reality TV, you would want to go there. And so I am not into reality TV, but I will do that to service our listeners. Hmm. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to get my head around it uh, as to what, what, what is it that, it's, that makes it so spectacular? Television. Television? What Doesn't is- television make everything spectacular? Isn't television the way, you know, it's the way of the world. Not at my house it isn't. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not something I would do otherwise, but obviously people really want to know about it. So so I'm going to do that. 
I'm going to do that. Right. 2606368 is the number if you would like to chat with us about anything. We started the show today with a tirade, a rant of mine about the cultural identity, the erosion of the cultural identity of New Orleans because of all of the transplants who mm-hmm. do not have a um, yeah, it's almost as if you, identity. if you were to uh, have a whole bunch of restaurants around New Orleans and then you uh, buy all the food you need to do dishes that are from uh, the eastern part of Europe or uh, uh, Australia or uh, the North Pole or anywhere around there. You know, all these places that uh, have no connection with anybody, uh, hardly even with themselves, and... And then it's saying, okay, this is the real thing that you're going to eat from now on because this is really it. Well, you were it, talking about yourself oh, years <laughs> ago. <laughs> what do you mean? You were talking about Let's it hear that. yourself, a strong regional cuisine. That's well, what I New mean, Orleans has always had, a strong yes. regional cuisine. And I have and long been strong, a supporter of that. I know, and that strong regional cuisine is being diluted by all of this stuff. And it's a small, small town, really, so it becomes a little different. Like, I remember I was reading something many years ago about Lucca, Italy, and that there was a big to-do. L-U-C-C-A. Right. Yeah. Outside of It's in Tuscany outside of Florence, and it's a lovely little town, and they were... The they big, had big cows. Mm. They really do. They raise the, the, uh, a, a, a kind of cow, or I guess it could be a bull, too, uh, that is extra, extra large, and that's why their steaks are so good over there. Okay, good to know. Anyway, um, there was a controversy about kebab shops turning uh-huh. up in Lucca. Hmm. And they were saying that it was changing the dynamic of Luca. And my point is, if Luca wasn't so tiny, it probably wouldn't matter. But it was, and it did matter. And that's the thing about New Orleans. Anyway. I'll go along with that. Okay. Anybody have any uh, input on this or would like to chat about it? I got the answer to the question that someone called about having to do with uh, Duke LeCicero opening Dabs. Dabs uh, still does not have a firm start date because the kitchen inspection is tomorrow and maybe they will have it after that. So I told him to text me when the firm date has been procured and we will announce it. Good, because people have been asking. I know this that's back one of the that's one of the most highly anticipated ones out there. Also opening in Lakeview on October first, I am told, is uh, uh, LJ's. Who that? That is Vic Garretts. Vic Garretts, who was the corporate chef at Chimes, but who has some impressive credentials from all over the place. Um, He is opening LJ's with his partner from Chimes, and um, that will be in the old Mondo spot. Ah, that should be interesting. Yes, 2606368 is the number. That's uh, 260-MENU. Today is the, the origin date of gum. Chewing gum. Mm, boy, don't you love it? No, I don't. No? 
No, I don't. I don't have a lot of rules for my house, but growing yeah. up with the kids, that was one of the rules. Yeah. There will be no chewing gum on this property. Hmm. Do you wow. remember when the dog got chewing tough. gum? One of the one of the kids' friends had chewing gum, and I didn't catch him to take it from him before they uh, showed up with it. And um, and I remember that our dog wound up rolling in it, and I had to figure <laughs> oh out a way God. to get. The problem with gum is that it just is it's impossible funny. to get That's off. It. It's yeah. impossible to get off. It's impossible to get off your shoe. Of furniture, it's just, it's nasty stuff. Anyway, that was today, and it started out as a as a uh, spruce resin, which sounds kind of gross, actually. Spooch resin, he used to play for the Saints. Well, no, spruce, as in the tree, oh. resin, yes. And uh, I can't imagine that it that it's made, well, I mean, it is gum from a gum tree. I don't know, it's, that, see, the, all that sounds kind of gross to me. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight. It is also the birthday of Typhoid Mary. Ah, that, that's an interesting it story. It is. You go ahead and tell she, it. Uh, she was a cook in uh, many different parts of, I think, in the Northeast. I'd have Ireland. To, Ireland. Ireland. Well, that's close enough. And in New York City is where she landed. And uh, she uh, had a, a, a disease. Uh, and passed it. It was very, very uh, susceptible for everybody to be hit with this stuff, and many people uh, were uh, affected by it, and it spread all over the place. And as the people who are in the service of uh, taking care of things like that, uh, they they had to track her down, and they finally did. She was working in uh, the kitchen of, uh, I think it was a pri- private. Uh, a whole bunch of restaurants. She she kept denying that she had it, and she was infecting people. Yep, and uh, sooner or later they had to put her into a box and and just leave her there. They didn't kill her or anything, but they <laughs> they took her they took her out of circulation. She was in quarant- She was quarantined for the rest of her life. Yeah. Yes. But Richard and Hammond is here. Richard. Richard, come on in hey. and uh, speak. Well, well how are you guys doing today? Uh, we're just bouncing around from table to table, from uh, chair to chair, and ceiling to ceiling. We're just babbling as usual. Yeah. Well, I got a little uh, place I went to, my wife and I, weekend for yeah. last, that kind of off the beaten path because it's Manchester, New Hampshire. We'd love to hear that. Yeah, fire away. It's an excellent steakhouse, and uh, now I'm drawing a blank on. Oh, uh, where is it? Oak Street Shop House. But wait, uh, where is this? Ha- uh, Manchester, Mark? New Hampshire. Oh, I see. Oh, Manchester, New Hampshire. Okay. Which uh, I, I don't know how many people are going there, but I got a cute story about it. I wanted to share with you. But okay. The, oh, we could sure use it. Let's hear it. The steaks were delicious, and uh, the service was really, really good. But. This young couple sat down at the table next to us, and uh, he ordered raw oysters. So we were chatting back and forth, and uh, I said, well, what are you going to put on those oysters? you going to put anything on them? And his wife says, oh, yeah, yeah, they're going to bring uh, some kind of little sauce. It's a vinaigrette, and it's, it's really, really good. And I went, oh, no, you, you can't put vinaigrette on oysters. I'll, I'll tell you what, just hang on one second. So. I called the waiter uh, the waiter over. And I said, would you bring me some ketchup and some horseradish and some Tabasco and some lemons, please? So he says, hey, yes, sir, I know what you're up to. Sure, I'll bring them over. So he brought them over, and I got a little saucer, and I mixed up some cocktail sauce. 
and I handed mm-hmm. it over. I said, now try this on your oysters. Just tell me what you think about that. <laughs> so he <laughs> he took a little spoon and and spooned it on an oyster and ate it. He said, this is absolutely delicious. Well, <laughs> I've never eaten them like this. This is wonderful. And I said, well, you just need to come down to New Orleans and eat oysters, and and you'll have a little bit different experience than you're accustomed to. But uh so we got a big kick out of that, and they, they enjoyed the cocktail sauce. And uh, well, so we there's, a, a, there's a little more to it, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, just a very little tiny bit to it. And uh, that is there's a, a name for what you described. This, this is something that you would go to an oyster bar, and they would be making up oysters on purpose, just like you were uh, talking about but there's a name for it, and I'm sitting here trying to remember it. Anybody listening to us knows what I'm talking about. That they're served cold. Sometimes they're served in a shot glass, and uh, and you just you know knock them back, and they oyster are oyster shooter. Oyster Shooters. shooter. Yeah. That's a that's that's a uh, kind of a, a very casual Hip sort of word. Way. There's yeah. another there's another word for it. It'll it'll uh, let's see if we can come up with it. We have a, an hour to go, so why not? And if you if you get it right, I will say, "Wow, you got it right." Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's about the limit of what we're gonna do. What's the name of the place in Manchester, New Hampshire, again? It's called the Hanover Street Chop House. Hanover Street Chop House. Okay. I don't think there's a whole lot of steakhouses in Manchester, but the one they have is excellent. Oh, and, I uh, bet they do. I've, uh, around uh, there, they don't have much less of anything. I mean, much. Yeah, but it was it was kind it was fun, uh, uh, and. Uh, so uh, I was glad to be able to share a little of New Orleans culture with those folks. Maybe they'll come Why down and eat some in New Orleans. But. Yeah, oh, you I... should have called on Thursday. Daniel, the gourmet cellist, was on, and he's from New Hampshire. He might know, know the place. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we just kind of went All up for right. a long weekend to go someplace different and uh, had a great time. So. Okay. Well, thanks for coming to town. All nice right. Nice hearing from you. Thank All you. All right. Well, y'all have Bye. a good one. You too. Uh, All right. Big, uh, 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 well, Two six zero six three six eight. Something I, I tried to bring up a little while ago, and we just got uh, shoveled off into a corner, but that's okay. I like that. Uh, I was doing this cheese dip for the old guys that were at the party I attended. Yes, a few right. Days ago. Spin dip. And uh, uh, when we were putting this together, Mary Lee, my my uh, daughter, uh, she um, uh, said, "You know, I don't think we have any Worcestershire sauce." And I looked all in all of over, over in my pantry in the in the refrigerator, couldn't find any Worcestershire sauce. What are the chances of that? Uh, is there anybody listening to me right now who can say, uh, safely say that he has no Worcestershire sauce in his well anywhere in his house? I guess. I am looking right now at the menu at True Food Kitchen. Yeah. And what I want to know is why didn't you and Mary Lee try the unbeatable burger? <laughs> the burger? No, no, Just, no, the unbeat as in oh, the B-E-T, you know, this is unbeatable a, burger, this is which the, is basically but, a wonk of beet. Yeah, That's but, it. it <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I thought you were referring to... Uh, now I ask you folks, New Orleans. Is this a burger that's just a slab of beet. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it could be worse. There's, oh, there's got... a quinoa burger that could be worse too. And You're then right. there's, the, but the the one that's on my mind is is this one that Mc, uh, not McDonald, uh, uh, Burger King, is doing that has no meat in it at all. 
The Impossible Burger. The Impossible Burger. To okay. dream the impossible burger. Okay, so it I am it correct. There are no oysters on the menu at True Food Kitchen. And I, I guarantee that's because of Vibrio. Guarantee it. Well, you know how narrow-minded those people are way up there. Well, it's, a, it's just like it's a, it's a just totally a different way of thinking. Yeah. Forget it being narrow-minded or anything else. It's just a totally different way of thinking. And therein lies my point. Let's talk uh, about New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Let's do. You Where want to do I it guarantee I? and I promise there will be no beet burger. Oh, thank goodness. Because <laughs> uh, there's a good beet joke, but it involves. Yeah, a, do we have to do that, Tom? No, Can that's we it. Not? I'm not, Move on I to New Orleans hamburger. Okay. Okay. All right, where were we? we were New go- Orleans we're... hamburger and seafood. Here is what I like in a hamburger, in a really good hamburger. I want to see. First of all. A crusty. I want to see a crusty exterior, juicy in the middle, not overly so on either one of those. And then it is served uh, with some really good buns and and the uh, French fries, which are uniquely theirs over there. All that New Orleans hamburger and seafood. They have great fried seafood. seafood. It's crisp, delicious, hot. And it always has been. Golden brown, char-grilled oysters, good salads. Good specials and 10 locations around town. New That's Orleans right, Hamburger and Seafood Company. We have more of the food show coming after we check the news and a few other things. Stay tuned. 105.3 FM HD2 WWL Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.